Hello, and welcome to Tim and Tom at the Movies, the only podcast about movies. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are filmsmen. Cinemaphiles. We sit in a dark theater and just appreciate films, <laughs> black and white films, color films, sepia tone. That film of the train coming at the camera, we stayed in our seats because we wanted yeah. to see what happened next. Exactly. Even if it killed us. And <laughs> that's why we go to the movie theater every day now. <laughs> Even if it kills every- us. You know, I saw... Uh, you know, we were talking earlier about how like uh, the 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 new Spider Man movies like breaking all these records and stuff, and I saw something. I don't know, the movie industry is so weird right now, where they were like, "Uh, Spider Man even beat the new Matrix movie." It's like, oh, you mean the Matrix movie you can watch at home if you want <laughs> instead? <laughs> of course, it fucking did. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you go see that in? Right. Look, I'm sure it's a great experience in a theater. But it's uh, risky right now, and it's uh, a lot more expensive, you know, and er everything's more expensive nowadays. I feel like people, and also it's the holidays, you know, people don't have like a a lot of money to throw around. It seemed like inflation. Yeah. It seemed like a no brainer that people would be like, oh, I'll just sign up for a free HBO trial and just watch it on there if I want. Let me ask you this, Tom. Mm -hmm. You saw. Spider-Man No Way Home Turn Off the Dark uh, uh, in a I movie wish theater. I could see Spider-Man No Way Home again <laughs> in a movie theater as of this recording one mm-hmm. week ago tonight yes um if uh if it was tonight yeah would you go to the movie theater to watch the Spider-Man movie? Uh, um, context for future generations: This is when the Omicron uh, is going wild is in, in raging New in New York. Um, where like we know a few people that got it, people that like don't leave their house. Yeah, yeah. That you know what? <laughs> yeah. In retrospect, I, I not in retrospect, but now. Uh, Probably just because I know of a few people that I know of that are like in- incredibly cautious that have got it where I'm like, wait a minute, how the hell do you even get it? <laughs> like this right. people I know of that, yeah, just don't, you know, aren't aren't like going out to bars and restaurants like they're at home and somehow they've gotten it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it it. it I don't know. Everybody was being good. Everybody had their masks on and stuff. And like, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't do it tonight if, if, uh, yeah, if I had to. I was also reading. I was inviting you out after this to <laughs> no. see it for oh, a second. Oh, if it's on you, I mean, if it's free, I'll go do it. We'll put it on the, the complete guide. Oh, yeah. Card. Okay. Um, no, I was reading a thing too about, um, it was a very funny article because it was about how uh, uh, the new Steven Spielberg version of West Side Story is like really tanking in the box office right now. Mm-hmm. And this article really wanted to make it like, uh, like people just want sequels and remakes <laughs> when this is a remake. Yeah. And like using that as justification for like why people aren't going to see it. I mean... Yeah, and it's not. What are you? Your your hypothesis is that it's a bad movie. 
No, I think it's just that it's like a remake of a movie that people already love. Um, yeah. And a remake when you when you're doing like that kind of like a movie from that long ago too. I feel like it's if you try and do something new with it, people aren't going to like it. So you kind of have to do like a a very faithful remake. Yeah. I mean, I hear that critics and audiences alike adore the film. I think more so than the Spider-Man thing. I think uh COVID is hitting that hard because that, like that did say this too that uh it it would be like this weekend if it was a normal like mm-hmm. Christmas time. Yeah. You know, the day after Christmas, I think like I would probably go see that movie with my parents and right. like my brother and sister in law and my wife. Right? Like we, I think it'd be like, it'd be hey, like should we see this or should we see uh, the Spider Man movie that you have to have seen thirty <laughs> movies before to, <laughs> yeah. to completely understand? Or the Steven Spielberg movie that's getting really great reviews. Um, that's a remake that, like, of a movie that you're exactly, already that's yeah. fun for the whole family, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see why. Like, it's not targeted to the like teens and 20 somethings who are just like i don't know i'll go i'll go to a movie theater i don't give a fuck i haven't i've been doing anything differently from normal um, yeah. for the last I six months i desperately want to get away from my family yeah. or not even away just if we can all go somewhere where nobody can talk for two hours yeah that would be ideal but it, like i said it was just this article was trying to paint it as like well i guess movie theaters are dead but it seemed like as they were in the middle of writing this article, <laughs> this new Spider-Man movie <laughs> broke like all records. And it was like, yeah. oh, I guess it's just you have to make something that people desperately want to see before it gets spoiled for them. Yeah. Is there anything, and without spoiling the movie, mm-hmm. is there anything in there that like I wouldn't expect going in there? Um, I know, I know what what they're doing. It's not gonna be like, oh my god, they got that guy back. Like it's like, yeah, they have more money than God, and they're willing to spend it. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think there's any like, uh, there's you know, there's there's maybe like one or two things. I don't think that would like you know blow you out of your seat, but that you might really? not expect. Um, and you know, uh, story turns and things like that. It, it, I think it's a good movie. I think I'm a little too close to it to know if like it's gonna age well you or not. Star in it, right? I I was one. Of, I was the Japanese Spider-Man in this movie. <laughs> yeah, um, critics are calling it the most offensive portrayal <laughs> on screen since uh, Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was good, and I think also like people. I think people are thirsty for like an event type movie like a, right. like, oh, I have to go see this movie because I know they're keeping secrets about the movie uh, that are, you know, as soon as people start seeing it, it's going to be all over. So got to go see it. Right. But um, but yeah, I mean, I get why other movies aren't doing well especially well also the i was reading too like this west side story movie i guess like ansel egert is that his name egort mm-hmm. like he's uh he's had some pretty bad allegations against him 
lately. Yeah, but the target audience for that movie doesn't well, know that. Well, but as a result of that, they have like not had he's like barely in the trailers and they've also like not had him doing press of any kind. Right. So it's yeah, like, but- yeah, like you're you're handicapping yourself if it's like, oh, who's who's the lead in this movie? Oh, don't m- mind that. <laughs> Just come see it. Yeah. Apparently that guy's been in a lot of things and I don't I don't I can't pick him out of a dang He's lineup. been in a lot of things and I've never liked him in any of those things. Oh, I have to say, Tom, we were praising uh the actor that played Buzz um, <laughs> oh, yeah, in our in Jesus. our home sweet home alone. Uh, he has, uh, he's since gotten cancelled. Yeah, let me let me let me be clear here. <laughs> well actually he hasn't been um, cancelled. He's just had some very bad uh things happen that seem to involve him. Yeah, um, it seems that he, uh, uh, look, we weren't vouching for the guy on a personal level. No, we were vouching for him as an artist. Yeah, or his, you know, his performances. But um, I've since reevaluated them, and uh, <laughs> those performances are bad, too. I, I never liked him. He's always been bad in my book. That is a weird thing, huh? When like people get canceled and then uh, some people feel the need to be like, I never liked this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's okay if you if you liked a character he played. He's an actor. He's supposed to like trick you into thinking he's yeah. somebody else. <laughs> yeah, and it's never like, you know, I never liked his performance in this. Like, okay, well, did you know? <laughs> did you know something was going on? Yeah, why didn't you tell us? <laughs> yeah, you should have let everybody know, warn people. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we don't, uh, like Buzz McAllister anymore. Just want to make that clear. Yeah. We caught some hell for, uh, for liking, for not liking, but for not trashing that new Home Alone movie from some people on a personal level. Yeah. Personal friends of ours in some cases. We really. We, we, We ended a lot of friendships over this. (laughs) <laughs> by insisting that that movie was okay to <laughs> moderately bad. Well, I think it was that the two of us went into that, like, I was going to say assuming it would be, like, completely awful, but I don't know. We're we're both Rob Delaney and Ellie Kemper fans. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I went into it thinking, like, this is going to be awful. I'm glad the two of them got a nice paycheck out of this. But, like... But also, in the back of my mind, like, if the two of them are in it, how bad could it be? Like, there's at least going to be some line deliveries that I'm going to enjoy. <laughs> right, and there were. Yeah. Anyway. I stand by my review of... Uh, I was listening to a podcast this week, um, uh, the the Weekly Planet. So uh, let me let me give that a shout out. Um, like a nerdy. Are they Australian? Yeah, yeah, you know them. Um, mm-hmm. but they they did a, an episode this week about um uh, uh Spider Man, and they and one of them asked the other guy a good qu- two good questions in a row, which I feel like it frequently could be questions we ask each other about movies and stuff, which were, did you like it and as one question and then the second question was it good (laughs) and those are two different things you can like something but then know objectively this was bad like in that home alone movie oh it's a bad movie it's a very bad movie 
and like it's barely a movie yeah and especially like watching it in a vacuum it doesn't make sense character motivations make no sense but i still kind of liked it (laughs) i still thought it was fine i expected it to be a very bad movie and it was just a kind of bad movie with some funny people being funny in it a guy's pants fell down. What? Well, that's not how polite. bad can a movie be if somebody's pants? Tim, his pants fell down, then he farted on his wife's head. <laughs> I know exactly. How bad can a movie be? <laughs> we're, we're both we're laughing right now. We're laughing right now. Just remembering. Uh, solid film. Yeah, one of uh, the best of the year. Great film. Yeah, <laughs> uh, an objectively great film. I'll expect to see that in the Oscars this year. Uh, for best supporting a- a- uh, actor, Devin Rate. Uh, <laughs> is that his name? Is that the kid? No, uh, Buzz. Oh, Buzz. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'll be getting any noms. I I watched a, a, a this I won't give a, a shout out to because I don't think it's uh, nice to it. But I watched a YouTube video this year, uh, th- this week, where somebody was talking about how they weren't a film critic, and their example, they were like, "Look, I'm not a film critic. I don't watch the Oscars. I don't watch the Academy Awards." <laughs> it's like, okay, you know what? You did a very good job selling that. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we move on to this abomination? Let's Am talk I... about the film we watched this week. Ugh. <laughs> is this an? Is it? Is the title technically National Lampoons? Yes, I'm looking at the cover right now. Oh, National I Lampoons. know why. Yes, I know why it's technically National Lampoons. Christmas Vacation Two, Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Yes, starring Randy Quaid. I didn't realize, I think I did know it, but I forgot that this was originally a made-for-TV movie that aired on NBC. Right. Which, the production values in this film mm-hmm. are not NBC quality. <laughs> no. No, these are like USA Network quality yeah. uh, production values. Like USA Network in 1991 Ye- quality. Yeah. Very bad green screen work. Very bad. Just like even during the like opening sequence with the titles, I was like, oh, these are like the the like fonts that come with the Chiron machine. That's the thing, Tom. Uh, my first note is the worst parts of this movie are the things that I could do better myself. <laughs> As an amateur, graphics and music that doesn't sound like uh, MIDI from 1985. Yeah, it's like, look, iMovie was out by then. You could have downloaded a copy of that and done a better job here. Um, let's take a step back. It's a, it's a uh, sequel to a Stone Cold classic. Are you, a, are you a Christmas Vacation fan? Oh, of course. I mean, it's... I feel like it's cliche to say, but I mean, that, that's that got to be one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, and honestly, a Christmas movie that I'm like kind of sick of because I, I watch it every year. Yeah, same. It, it's, it's right up there. I would say like that and Home Alone 
are probably the 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 movies that like came out when when I was a kid, or at least like came out on video when I was a kid, and saw fairly early on in their runs, and um, yeah, just kind of. Uh, movies that we were like privy to early viewings of that are now classic uh christmas movies in like the the pantheon yes um and they're like kind of linked the first one in home alone they're both john hughes movies or they're Mm -hmm. both written by john hughes um christopher columbus chris columbus was supposed to direct uh, Christmas Vacation. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and he quit because he was just like, fuck Chevy Chase. Chevy <laughs> Chase was like giving him a hard time. And he was yeah. just like, before they even started, he's like, sorry, I, ca- I can't do this. This guy sucks. And yeah. John Hughes was like, I understand. Would you like to direct this other movie, Home Alone? It's not going to be as good. And he was like, yeah, okay. Um, and the rest is history. He was like, yeah, I'd rather work with child actors than Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1989, was it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and Home Alone 1 was 1990? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So these were movies that came out when we were kids. Um, and like both, I mean, especially Christmas Vacation, it was like, you know, like a little bit bad for a kid to be watching. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it has, it has a, it's like a PG 13. So it has like a few swear words in it. Yeah. There's references to sex and stuff. Uh, yeah. Adult situations and whatnot. Um, there's some like poop stuff in there too. Like all the like cousin Eddie stuff is just like kind of gross out humor. Like, yeah, just like not trashy. even like kids gross out. Yeah. <laughs> like not even like, yeah, yeah, you know, just like a little too gross. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so uh, classic movie. I mean, they did make a sequel to this movie, and it's called Vegas Vacation. Not National Lampoon, right? Not National Lampoon, but just called Vegas Vacation. I mean, and Christmas Vacation was, what, the third after yeah, Vacation so and European Vacation? Yes. Um, but this uh, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation 2, Eddie's Island Adventure, uh, quite a mouthful. Yeah, but uh, worth it. It's a long walk, but it's it's definitely worth the trip. So first off, I was surprised that this movie starts off in Chicago, which is where we last saw these characters, even though this is 14 years later in, in right. you know, well, I was going to say in real time, but I think also in in universe time. Um, Maybe. In, because we get Audrey. We have an adult Audrey. We have an adult Audrey, but not the Audrey from Christmas Vacation. The Audrey, the Audrey from the first from vacation. Va- yes. Which is insane. This is a real Spider-Verse situation that's going on it here, It really Tom. is. Like, I had no idea that apparently this is the first and only incident of uh, a, uh, a kid from one of the vacation movies reprising their role. Um, and it's Audrey from the first vacation movie, which is what, like 84, 83, 81 even. Yeah. Maybe even earlier. Um, and that was 83, 83, 83. 
And that was like off of um the uh, like uh, Animal House, like that first vacation movie. That first vacation movie had nudity and stuff. Like that that was f- firmly not a family movie, right? Um, but uh, yeah, she came back inexplicably, and the movie picks up in Chicago, and it is cousin Eddie and his family, uh from the first vacation movie and they weren't in European vacation, right? I don't believe so. Yeah. No, but this does cross over with European vacation with right, Eric, with Eric Idols. Idols. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say that this strangely, this movie has like more ties to other vacation <laughs> movies than any other. So except so, any of the main cast. <laughs> exactly. So right off the bat, we have, the the original Audrey, um, we have uh, uh, Eric Idle from the European Vacation movies appearing, presumably as this, if not if it's not the same unnamed character, it is a character playing the exact same role of just being constantly injured, um, and then also references to Vegas Vacation because they talk about. Um, uh, Eddie and Catherine's daughter being a stripper in Las Vegas. Oh, right. Exactly. In a very uh, subtle information dump in the first uh, five minutes. Yeah. Between the, the two inform- terrible the in- <laughs> child actors. Hey, if you're going to do clumsy exposition, at least give it to the worst child actors you could find to do in the very first scene of your movie. That's, had- a, that's a way to really get things kickstarted i had to stop the movie and 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 like go back to the first few minutes because i was like wait a minute there's like such a big exposition dump between these two kids of just explaining like he's the kid in it is clark griswold the third he is named after his uncle uh, who is Clark Griswold II, but they call him third for for no reason. Uh, that, yeah, his sister is a stripper, that they are in his cousin Audrey's house, who is away with her fiancé in Indianapolis, uh, and that they are kind of house-watching for, uh, for her, and that the dad, Eddie works for an atomic test site, which I feel like was a throwaway joke in the Christmas vacation movie. Yeah, maybe that like he, had, I don't recall. I think it was like a yeah. throwaway joke that he had like, you know, he had done like a study at a, at an atomic right. test site. Um, it also goes to, you know, they also mentioned um, like the kid says like, I'm very smart. <laughs> like just to like right off the bat, we know Eddie and his wife. Eddie's a dummy, and his wife is just kind of like uh, also a dummy uh, in a different way. Yeah, just but kind of- the kid is smart, so like just know that going into it, so you're not like weird. Like, hey, I thought this whole family is dumb. He's like, you know, I'm very smart. Yeah, yeah. Because for a second, I thought it. I thought the kid was Rocky from from the Christmas Vacation movie. Rusty? No, Rusty's uh Clark Clark's kid. 
but they have a kid. Uh, I think it's Rocky. Rock. Uh, I forget the the daughter's name, but they're like the two kids that are with, mm. and their kids don't change. I think it's just every movie or the two movies they had new kids, right? Um, because they mentioned huh. at some point that they have six kids in this, but that like four of them have or five of them, I guess, have moved away. <sighs> Who cares? <laughs> um, but but we also like they go to such great lengths for like to acknowledge the continu- continuity in like the series. Like in the good movies, they just threw all continuity out of the out of the window. <laughs> it was just oh, like, yeah. now nah, we don't care about it. The, some like the kids are different every time. Sometimes the boy's older than the girl. Sometimes the girl's <laughs> older than the boy. Right. It doesn't matter. The, the closest they get to acknowledging it is in. Uh, I think it's in Chris. No, it might be Vegas Vacation. Even you know the fourth movie that there's a throwaway joke of like the kids are growing up so fast I don't even recognize them, and that's right. it. And it's like that's a funny joke, and that's all you need to do to to. Of course, you couldn't get uh, what's her name, uh, Julia Child. Who? The from from the uh, the the girl the the woman who played Audrey in Christmas Vacation. Oh, uh, Juliet Lewis. Julia Lewis. Yeah, I thought it was Julia Child. I was wrong. Tom, the uh, you know Beverly D'Angelo was asked to repri- <laughs> reprise her role of Ellen Griswold in the sequel, but had to turn it down to take care of her children in New York City. Though she was allegedly sorry she couldn't be involved. <laughs> allegedly. I mean, uh, I can't imagine like, you know, that they offered. So the the people returning to these roles are um, uh, Eddie, played by Randy mm-hmm. Quaid. Uh, Catherine, his wife, played by some woman I've never seen in any other movies. <laughs> Audrey. Miriam Flynn. Uh, Audrey. Does a good job. And Eric Idle. And Eric Idle, you know, had to do maybe a half a day of filming for this. Right. Most of it was uh, a stunt double covering his face. And then he pops up and just goes like, oh, that's okay. Like he's in like probably three shots. Yeah. So it it makes a lot of sense that there wouldn't be, uh, I don't know, you know, th- it is a low budget thing. I'm sure the majority of the budget, which was still not a lot of money, went to get Randy Quaid back. And then it was like, you know, whoever else we can get, Ed Asner, you want to come in and just be a fucking <laughs> awful creep? Sure. Lecherous old man. Yeah. Um. So the movie starts off, we, we you know, we get the kid and then we see, uh, uh, I mean, this did get a laugh out of me that. Uh, we see Eddie uh, at the atomic testing site. For some reason, he's being put up against a chimpanzee in uh, tic-tac-toe. And the chimpanzee yeah. beats him, of course. I mean, that's funny. It's always funny to see a chimpanzee be smarter than a person. I mean, the chimp is very funny in this movie in all of his scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Fred Willard is in that scene. Fred Willard is always funny. Um, right. When like, he delivers the line of like, why did that monkey beat the man in tic-tac-toe? And he pauses, he goes, 
because he's smarter than the man or something like that is yeah. just like the perfect delivery. Well, I have in this that they, they spend a lot of time in, in the beginning of the movie hammering home the idea that Eddie's dumber than a chimp. <laughs> yep. Like they have multiple characters explain because then Eddie gets fired from his job because the chimp's smarter than him. And they have like three different characters explain like, well, the chimp's smarter than Eddie. It's like, yeah, we get it. He's very dumb. <laughs> there was funny when he was explaining to his family how he got fired um, and how he asked them to, to fire the chimp. And he was just like, yeah, but chimp's got a contract. It's airtight. <laughs> um and also I have I have in, in that same note that they also they spend like an equal amount of time hammering home the idea that um Eddie's kid is smart. That Right. So it's like if you didn't notice by the fact that he's always reading textbooks, let let us tell you that he he's very smart. Uh Eddie mentions uh his dirt farm from the first movie. Again, uh, you know, more ties to the past movies than any other movie has or needs. I mean, that's <laughs> not what got people coming back for these movies. This isn't yeah. a Spider-Man situation of like, I got to see what happens to them next. Um, and then the, the inciting incident for this movie is uh, that, that Eddie's going to take a bath because he's stressed out. And when he turns the knob, it comes off and water comes out. And that just leads to all kinds of havoc happening in in the bathroom. This is my whole problem with this whole movie. <laughs> the set piece of yeah. bathroom havoc with, um, you know, something springing a leak and then another thing springing a leak could be executed to be hilarious and right. randy quaid is no slouch in the comedy department mm -hmm. but all they they just had it like they just like turned on hoses and were just like it immediately just started spraying out of everywhere yeah and, like, and they were there just was like no, all right like, everybody just be exasperated yeah there was no there was no arc to it there was no, no it wasn't artful and it could have been like so good like that would have been a thing that would have happened in a vacation movie but right. like it would have started, and he would, it would have been a little bit of the leak, and he would have like stopped it. He would have thought it would have stopped, and then it would come right. out somewhere else. Yeah, there's no buildup like, whatsoever. Yeah. It's just everything Pissed starts going crazy, and nobody reacts in a realistic way. to. Yeah, it, it, it's like they they decided, well, we need a scene like in the in the other vacation movies where things escalate, but let's have it just escalate immediately to... yeah. The high level, like the toilet starts, water starts like coming out of the toilet like crazy within 10 seconds of it coming yeah. out of. Build to the toilet. Build. Have, have him like plug these leaks in dumb ways that aren't going to work, but it's nothing he's doing. No. So you don't even feel like, oh, this idiot, of course. It's like, no, I don't know what's going on with this house. This house is <laughs> Some crazy. we fucked up this house. <laughs> they have a poltergeist, I think. The, there's a part where where his wife, Catherine, like, comes in with a big, you know, plumber's wrench, and then things get crazier, so she leaves and comes back in with a bigger wrench. But and it's played is, like it's a joke. 
the thing is <laughs> then they replace the wrench again but the wrench isn't that much bigger the one that they switch in it's like it's like maybe five percent bigger than the previous wrench and it's just like they needed to get a bigger wrench to sell that choke better. Yeah. Well, and then she just like goes and puts it on the faucet and, you know, it's just like pantomiming, like turn, like yeah. it doesn't even grip or anything. So it's like, this is just silly. This, these yeah. aren't jokes. No. The kid, and then, like every comic set piece is the same thing where it's like, you have the idea of like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is something crazy is going to happen on the boat. And then like, they just don't know how to like, actually execute it in a funny way where it has to be like oh no it's not just having the idea that like wouldn't it be crazy if something went wrong in the bathroom all right let's shoot it (laughs) yeah well so that i was alluding to this earlier i was looking this up because i was like did an eight-year-old write this movie because i excuse me honestly i mean it looks like shit but that's the budget um but I don't think anybody in it is necessarily that bad. It's just the writing is just mm-hmm. god awful. Um, and you know, again, the the other vacation movies aren't, you know, Shakespearean. <laughs> they aren't like works of art, but they know how to like set up funny set pieces, right? And this just does none of that. This was written by uh, a guy at the time who was 75 years old. So you have a 75-year-old, uh, I believe, first-time screenwriter. Maybe maybe um, not, but he was one of the- He wrote a Baby Huey special. Do you know Baby <laughs> Huey from- Yeah, of course. Like the Casper, Richie Rich universe? Uh, he was a one-time owner of National Lampoon. Uh, right. who famously fired the editors from National Lampoon and installed his children as the new editors um, and was also the uh, executive vice president of Diners Club, you know, Ooh. the world's uh, most famous credit card. I mean, was it the first one? That's pretty. That's pretty impressive. I think it was the yeah, it was the first one. That is impressive. If then you go on to be like the CEO of American Express, it's not when you go on when you're the executive vice president of the first credit card, and then you go on to write a made-for-TV sequel to <laughs> National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That implies like, oh, you were right place, right time. You didn't know how to actually do any of this stuff. You you were somebody's brother-in-law when a business exploded. <laughs> and then they got rid of you the first chance they could. Tom, I got news for you. Remember mm-hmm. when I was complaining about the little girls um, acting in the first scene? Yeah. I believe she's played by Kate Simmons. Oh, the daughter of, or granddaughter? Maybe even the granddaughter. Yeah, it must yeah, be granddaughter. It's like... Yep, and it makes sense. You installed your kids, uh, (laughs) then you wrote a movie and gave your granddaughter the first line in the movie. Yeah. Well, and this this also strikes me as the kind of production where it's not even nepotism. It's like, oh, he did that, so then they didn't have to pay an actor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So you could just pocket that money. Uh, A chimp bites Eddie in the ass. 
yeah. at work. Even that's not like executed well. No, you yeah, don't even see Randy the chip Quaid bite him in the funny ass. Joke, we should also mention Randy Quaid is a, a mentally ill man now. Yeah. Um, who says some horrible things. Really, probably like he's a real Devin Rattray uh, situation here. Who's Devin um, Rattray? Buzz. Oh, Buzz. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, he's. I mean, he's. Uh, I think that's the elephant in the room here because yeah. I will praise Randy Quaid's comedic chops. I um, haven't heard pre two thousand five. I guess. Yeah, I haven't uh, heard anything. I feel like the last time I heard about Randy Quaid, he was in Canada, and there, but there was an arrest warrant out for him in the states. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just like a, a, a yeah, mentally ill guy. Jim <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, bites him in the ass. I mean, but it does taint this movie because you're watching like a dumb guy, and it's like, but the actor playing this guy is even dumber than the character. <laughs> Um, and uh, so he gets fired or wherever the monkey bites him in the ass Audrey comes home and immediately declares I'm going to kill myself they they play mm. that for a lot of laughs the idea of somebody being suicidal which like 2003 wasn't that long ago even in 2003 they knew like in eh, a comedy movie I'm not going to get a big laugh if somebody's just constantly claiming they're going to kill themselves because their uh, relationship broke up because that's a thing that does happen. <laughs> it's not I very feel like funny. In National Lampoon movies in the late 70s, that was something that would be a runner. Um, you think? It was like their style of humor, but like, like Animal House. That would be a joke in Animal House. Yeah, but I think they would have like immediately paid it off in some way. It wouldn't be like a yeah. running joke. Yeah. No, nothing pays off in this. No, in this I mean that's movie. the thing. There's no because it's it's just the idea of her declaring she's going to kill herself is the joke, not the way right. anyone reacts to that. <laughs> Is like what's funny of like, oh, they don't take her seriously. That's in poor taste, but that's at least like you could see that somebody's trying to make a joke. It's a bad joke, but but in this, it's just like, oh, I understand why this person th this person's found out their fiance is married. That would drive a lot of people to be very upset, right? But yeah, it's played for <laughs> jokes. <laughs> um, uh, they're sent on a vacation, the titular vacation, uh, as a way to make sure Eddie doesn't sue the company, I guess. Yeah. Just to get him out of it's, there. It's well. very vague. Um, they, they send him away. Uh, they, they bring their dog snots. I don't think this they is. They bring Ed Asner, Eddie's uncle. Eddie's uncle. Uh, yeah. He also just kind of appears and then comes with them. Uh, cause he's, he's, uh, breaking up with his wife or his wife's yeah, leaving he him. Says he, he came there to die. It's <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like that's funny, but just somebody declaring they're going to kill themselves isn't funny. Um, Ed Asner, God, that guy ruled. He did rule. And it was very disappointing to see him in this. I know. I hope, <laughs> I hope the other half of the budget went to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hope he got a tremendous payday and only had to show up for like five days of work because 
they don't give him anything good to do. What? Um, he sexually harasses that woman a lot. <laughs> yeah. Bordering um, on assault. Oh, I mean that. All right. So we'll get to that. Um, they, they get to the airport. Uh, they, they bring snot. Snot's farts. So they get to the front of the line. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I it's, it's not it's, funny, it's but it's done at least so a joke. clumsily. Yeah, it's done so clumsily. Like all the extras on the line are like, Ugh, you know, yeah. like it's just executed poorly. Well, but every everything in this movie is done so clumsily. <laughs> yeah, everything in this movie reeks of like they they did the first take and they were like, all right, good, moving on. <laughs> Like, no need to try that again. No need to tweak anything. Let's just keep going. Um, but yeah, uh, like the joke of Ed Asner is basically that he uh, either does or attempts to sexually assault every woman he sees. And this isn't like a, like, oh, it, it aged poorly. It's just like, I don't get what the joke here is because <laughs> it's not like, Oh, he's like inappropriate or he's lecherous. It's like, no, he's trying to like grab women's breasts. And in one case he does. And it's just like, ah, yeah, this, this is not, I don't know. This isn't, you know, PC culture run amok. It's just like, I don't understand what the joke even was. Yeah. 2003, I think was like the height of that though. I, feel I was like thinking the of, early I was 2000s thinking the same was thing. Like, where it was just like, is that when like Tucker Max started getting like big and like yeah. that kind of stuff? Like, I was thinking I've, that, that I was like, 2003 was like a weird height of just like, you know what a joke is? <laughs> just have like uh, uh, a scantily clad woman and then either like an old man or a young boy ogle them and then like try and grab them. And that's a yeah. joke. Um, well, the movie's better for and it. And again, like, you know, beyond it, obviously not being funny because it's fucked up. It's like, it's just not, it, I don't think it was ever funny. It's just like, there's yeah. not a good joke there. That's not a good no. premise for a joke. It's uncomfortable too, especially uh, the, the woman uh, that serves as their guide or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when he's like trying to grab her, like she just like, looks scared and uncomfortable yeah, yeah. and like, like please, she no, plays please it like real sir. terror <laughs> yeah 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 she plays it realistically of somebody who's like in a like hospitality position who can't just like yeah. slap a guy <laughs> and just has to yeah. kind of like try and get him away from her whereas i feel like if they you know it still wouldn't be like appropriate but if if it was like oh but then he's like lecherous towards like you know, uh, an old lady who's also lecherous. Yeah. Then it's like, ah, that's like raunchy humor. Yeah, the, I feel oh, like they were trying to go he for He fell like, in love with the rapping grand granny who's also a pervert <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. They're like trying to go for raunchy humor, but it's just like, oh no, I've seen old men act like that. And somebody has to come over and pull them away and be like, hey, you're going to have to leave <laughs> if you do that again. And there is like precedent for that right like there's a way to do that like yeah clark griswold is sometimes a oh, lecherous yeah, yeah. creep and like is like uh you know has interactions that are i guess problematic but like he gets befuddled and tongue-tied and he like mixes because... up his words and like he is played as like the asshole in it like right i don't know 
It's not celebrated. Yeah, and you can't have like, I don't know, you just can't have somebody be like, ah, that's a hot lady. I'm going to try and grab her. I'm going to try and (laughs) kiss her. That's not like a joke. That's just Joe Namath on the sidelines in 2008, am I right? exactly. And like everybody found that very uncomfortable to watch. Um, Yeah, so that happens. Uh, they they very quickly get shipwrecked on an island, uh, which is w- why this is Eddie's Island Adventure. Um, and then, it, I don't know, it's just like a real dumb, it's just dumb bullshit happens for like 40 minutes. <laughs> it's uh, two things. Uh-huh. Number one, how freaking uh, lame is it that... It's a Christmas movie that like has no sign of Christmas beyond like the first, uh, like it's a Christmas vacation movie. Yeah. Like they don't even mention Christmas really at all. Right. A little bit on the Island. Well, they get stranded on the Island and then, uh, like somebody mentions like, Oh, you know, in three days it's Christmas. And meanwhile, like anybody stranded on Island would be like, well, I hope I'm not here for fucking three more days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the fact that it's Christmas three days from now is the least of my goddamn concerns. Yeah. Um, Eddie getting left on the dock could have been funny, but they just fade out. They go to commercial, I guess. Yeah, they Remember go, when and he... then he's just on the boat. Yeah, but like that's a thing. Like if it's executed well, that's a classic like vacation thing where like it's it's much like when they're they're in European vacation going around the roundabout. Right. It's like, hey, look, Big Ben, and yeah. like, can't oh, get, I, like when that scene happened, I thought they were setting up like, oh, this is how they get rid of Eddie's family, and now Eddie is gonna go, right? You know, uh, walk around the island and get into all kinds of mishaps. Yeah, but no, they fade to a commercial and then they come back up and he's on the boat. So it's like, oh, so they just went back and got him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Without having any fun with it, like. Yeah. You know. Yeah, this whole movie is just like devoid of fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, this situation would be a lot of fun if some wacky hijinks happened, but they don't. And and even. So, like, I mean, I'm glossing over the island parts because they're just sucks. dumb. And it's just like, you know, he decides, like, oh, we've got to have a Christmas dinner, so I have to, like, hunt a wild boar. And he, like, tries to to hunt a wild boar, like a pup or whatever, and then, like, uh, the mom, you know, chases him up a tree. <laughs> it's like, I don't... This guy, Marty Simmons, knows, like, how to write the setups. He doesn't know how to write the jokes. Oh, Matty Simmons. Uh, Yeah, and then, you know, like, Eddie, they make it a thing of, like, oh, what they would really want is a house. That would be their Christmas dream. So Eddie builds just, like, a real, you know, shitty little bamboo house, and then it falls apart, and that's, like, a big laugh. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It would fall apart. It's not a, (laughs) he spent, I don't know, two hours building this, even though you had like probably very talented set people do this, you only gave them probably $10. (laughs) So it doesn't look like anything impressive. 
And then when it falls yeah. apart, it's like, well, the walls fell down. You could just pick those walls up. This thing looked like it didn't take more than 10 minutes to build in the first place. So it yeah, all falling it apart is not like a big, like, oh, uh, you know, classic Griswold, you know, everything got fucked up moment. It's not Clark putting up all the lights and then them not turning on when he plugs them in. Right. It's Eddie spent 10 minutes doing something and then it didn't work. And by the way, the the lights, there's five minutes of fun with those lights after they don't turn on. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Sorry if you can hear a car honking outside. Oh, sorry if you can hear a screaming baby in the background. <laughs> um, so finally, a, a guy shows up, Jack, I think his name is, that they set up early on. It was just like, like an adventurer or something. Yeah, he's rich. Audrey was flirting with him. Yeah, Audrey, they like tried to set up this idea that Audrey's just like man crazy, especially after mm-hmm. her fiance. Uh, right. I guess her fiance dumped her because he was already, it seemed like she wasn't even that upset that he was like, she would have been like, that's fine if you're already married. Yeah. But this guy shows um, up. And it's not like it a you know he's not like an unattractive guy, but it's played up like he's like a fucking hunk. <laughs> and so she like immediately earlier in the movie like throws herself at him, and it's confusing. And then she throws herself at him again when he lands his like seaplane. Uh, yeah, he informs them. You're only 10 miles from my hotel. You could have walked. And it's like 10 miles through the fucking jungle. <laughs> I mean, they were there for like three days. They were there <laughs> for three, three days, day. but 10 miles through the jungle. And they don't know that the hotel's there. They don't That's know the where thing. anything if is. He they, said, well, he, what show was that where the gag was they were stranded on an island? Uh, and then, a bunch like, of Like, by the bell or yeah. something. And like... Oh, Full House, I think maybe they did it. Um, yeah. But it's like, if it was like, oh, just beyond those trees over yeah, there. Yeah, 500 is a, is yards a away the hotel yeah. was here. But it's like, yeah. well, if you had walked 10 miles in a random direction yeah. through these dense jungle, you would have got to my hotel. Um, because anyway, I feel like they do show them, like, kind of explore the island a bunch. Yeah. I don't know, just a weird, again, make it. Oh, it was 500 yards away. Why are you saying 10 miles away? 10 miles is a long right. distance. Yeah. Um, so this guy gets hurt. Sorry. Uh, he falls down a thing. Yeah, um, it's a very clumsy, weird... Yeah, they're trying to pick up a rock for some reason. I forget why. Yeah, they're trying to pick up a rock, and it's very obvious it's not a real rock, and it doesn't weigh anything. And then he's he's falling, so Eddie grabs like his hat, so he's just being held by like the strap on his hat by his neck. So he's like, "Let go, let go!" But then he just falls, and it's like, "Dude, shift your balance." <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then so Eddie has to fly the plane or something, right? Yeah, he gets like a, I mean, seemingly a traumatic brain injury, and. <laughs> And later starts dying on the plane. Like, they're giving him CPR. So, presumably, his heart stopped. He stopped breathing. Um, And Eddie's, like, taking his clothes off on the plane for no real reason. 
you you see a lot of Randy Quaid like shirtless and like in in, in like a speedo in this movie. And I feel like in the time that had passed since the other vacation movies, it's like, look, he doesn't have like a comically funny body. He is like an old man body. And I just don't want to see it. Yeah. (laughs) It's just not like a pleasant thing to look at. Uh, But yeah, they, they get back to the mainland and I guess everything's fine. And then, and then we we find out that the the lady, the tour guide, or whatever, she was a tour guide, but she worked for the Atomic Energy Company. That she is the wife of Audrey's fiance, but that's, that's never that's, addressed. That's how you know it's a it's a bad movie. Because like, why is that even the case? Yeah. It, it, literally, it's only the case so that you see Audrey's eyes go wide. Yeah, and then it but, just never is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think they show either of those, those characters again in the movie. <laughs> no. Um, and the whole thing is like, it's, you know, uh, Randy Quaid proves to his family that he can be heroic at the end. Right. But it's just like an air traffic controller. Like, is the gag that like he has a boring voice um, is just like talking him down and telling him everything to do. And then he just does it. Yeah, and like he still doesn't do it right. It's it seems yeah. like it's just kind of by luck. And then his kid who's smart and doesn't I mean, the thing is it's like, oh, this kid's smart and he thinks his dad's dumb. But it's like, but his dad is dumb. He's right. <laughs> this movie shows us over and over again his dad's dumb. Yeah. But it's like, but he wasn't a completely brain dead moron at the moment when he would have killed his entire family by being, you know, just the stupidest person you've ever seen. So now his son has respect for him. It's an arc, Tom. People grow, people change. Um, People had a very Merry Christmas. This might have been, I would call this the worst movie I've ever seen if I didn't zone out so much during the island stuff because the island stuff was just so boring. I couldn't even... Yeah, and it, it was couldn't just even hold very my attention. Obviously shot in like I don't know, like a twenty foot area. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- this was just I don't know. It I c- once I saw it, I completely understood why you just never hear about this because mm. it's not even like oh, it's so bad, it's good. It's like no, it's just really bad. It's it's just like if you gave you know an eight-year-old five thousand dollars and said go make a movie (laughs) this is what they would make and it's just not just not worth watching whatsoever i told you that i had trouble finding like a torrent of it and i (laughs) i thought i was gonna have to rent it to watch it but luckily i did finally find a torrent of it because you. it's just like no, there's just you go to jail for it. <laughs> it's not on any streaming service. It's not on Peacock, even though it's an NBC production. <laughs> this thing just got you know buried uh, uh, to the sands of time. You know, if you go to a Target right now, I'm sure that they've got all kinds of uh, Christmas vacation DVD sets you could buy. 
but they they don't even box this in like oh you get two movies for five dollars yeah. it's it's just and then, that uh, maddie simmons is trying to be a uh a hard ass i'm sure he's dead oh he died last year he died uh, last year at, at 93 yeah a yeah. great filmmaker, an auteur, if there ever was one. Um, I gotta say, Tom, this movie was garbage. It, there's no reason it shouldn't have been garbage. Like, I, you know, we're dunking on a movie that, like, right. everybody involved was cynical. Yeah. Um, but I do want to hand it to Fred Willard, who would apparently do anything that was he was offered, <laughs> yeah. um, and he was funny every single fucking time. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't if you know. Offered how to him phone a role, he'd be like, in. "Yeah," and I'll just come in and I'll just be hilarious, and then I'll cash that check, no matter how big or small it is. Uh, I would like to hand it to the chimpanzee in this movie. Hey, let's hear it for the chimp, who is not credited at all. Credited here, they should start crediting chimps on IMDb, right? Yeah, I think they, I think they do <laughs> in some cases, right? Well, they should do it in more cases. I want to know, when I see a good chimp in a movie, I want to know what other movies I can see him in. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I I think we'll see a chimp win an Oscar at some point. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, say, I think we'll see a chimp version of IMDb at some point. <laughs> now, May- come on. Maybe I should go ahead and reserve chimpimdb.com now. <laughs> before there's a big rush because i think there i think you tim i think you'd be surprised at how few chimps actually work in hollywood no i wouldn't be surprised i know i know uh there's only a handful of (laughs) i mean honestly uh, i think chimp imdb wouldn't even be that big of a website i think it would probably have a few pages on it let's start it you and i (laughs) Ugh, what a bad movie. Don't don't seek this movie out. No matter how big of a fan of Christmas Vacation you are. I mean, also, even if this were good, even if it had... Not even if it were good. Even if it were just, like, competent. If, if it had, like, like a three-act structure to it. Right. Um, it would still be like, well, this guy cousin eddie this character is only funny as a side character because it's like a ridiculous clown character and he's great i mean he's that character is very funny in the vacation movies because of how he's incorporated into them you know it's like comic relief in a comic movie yeah he doesn't he 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 serves a purpose. He's not a good protagonist. No, you don't. You can't follow somebody this stupid in a movie. No. And I'm trying to think. I feel uh, th- there's another example of this. I can't remember it, but where where they took like a side character, and it was like, oh, everybody loves this side character. It's like, but they love this side character because he's a side character. It's a side character, so you don't actually have to flesh out how this person's life actually works. <laughs> yeah. Because when you get into that, it's like, well, no, this person would be dead. This person would have died right. long ago. They would have starved Doesn't know to, how to death. Feed himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that too. Like the character in the vacation movies 
is unbelievably stupid, but in this movie, they like triple down on how stupid he is to the point where you're just like, oh, this person's like, you know, mentally disabled. Like they don't, they don't know how to do base. They don't know how to take care of themselves. This isn't funny. (laughs) This person needs some help. Yeah, he's funny uh, for a couple lines in a scene, not carrying a scene. Yeah, not carrying a scene when uh, you you realize just how stupid he is. Tom, I do want to call out as my AirPods uh, are are quickly dying. Um, Marcel the monkey was played by Katie, who also played a monkey in The Loop, Thirty Rock, and Sam and Cat. Oh, all right. So not uh. And she nope. was also the Los Angeles Angels mascot, Rally Monkey. Huh. Eh, don't don't involve monkeys in baseball unless they're pitching <laughs> <laughs> or catching. Yeah, I don't want to see a monkey batting though. I don't want to see a monkey get beamed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't think we should have animals uh, in 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 any. Sports. Sporting events. Buddy and Air Bud. There's so many Buddy the Dogs. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you why off mic. (laughs) (laughs) No, not playing Air Bud. There's a dog named Buddy that played Air Bud. Hmm. Um, There's Buddy the Dog who played Horsehead the Dog in The Adventures (laughs) of Bob and Doug McKenzie's Strange Brew. Um, There's a Buddy the Dog that played the Moose's Dog in Mighty Like a Moose from 1926. Look, there's a lot of dogs out there. I don't know what my point is. I gotta go, Tom. <laughs> this movie made me angry. I'm pissed yeah. off. Zero out of ten stars I would give this movie. I would give it one star for Fred Willard, who is a star. And Ed Asner, even though he played a lecherous creep, a he good just man. Wasn't, uh, He's a good man in real life. I I was disappointed in his uh, because he's the kind of guy that I would think like, you know, uh, would find ways to be funny in anything. And in this, it's just like, I don't know, you could have gotten like a an actor who normally plays like uh, pedophiles or whatever to just play this uncle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on that note, um <sighs> Happy holidays, Tom. Merry Christmas. Tomorrow's Christmas. No, tomorrow's not Christmas. Tom, when oh, this comes for the out, podcast. Do yeah, doof. Come <laughs> Sorry. on, people think this is live. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the day before Christmas. Yeah. The day before the day before Christmas. I yeah. Okay. Say. All right. Um, Happy holidays. Okay. I I hope everybody listening to this enjoys watching uh, this movie on Christmas with their family. Yeah, watch it with your family. Then go watch, see watch West Ed Side A- Story. Watch, yeah, go see West Side Story, and then watch Ed Asner uh, sexually assault a Playboy playmate. Yeah, it's a perfect Christmas weekend, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, thank you for being patrons. We love you very much, and we will see you next week. Ho ho ho! Right? Happy holidays. Yep, you got it. Yeah. Prepare for Christmas vacation.